Greetings and welcome, first time and regular listeners, to the 38th episode of It's Time for Prayer. It's always a pleasure to be here with you all and to share the Word of God. The Word of God is spirit and life. May the truth of God's Word fill your hearts today and bring about positive change. Today's episode is called Treat Me Right. 1 Timothy 3.16 reads, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. How we treat people matters to God. Oftentimes we can be oblivious by our actions, words and deeds and the effects it can have on each other. Many of us, at some time or other in our lives, have experienced an injustice on one or numerous occasions. You may have been wronged and treated unjustly, and still experiencing that lie, that untruth, that blame, that misunderstanding, false accusations, and the pointing of fingers. It could be intentional, unintentional, calculated and demonstrated from a heart that does not reflect the character of God. But today, I've come with a word from God for you and I. Treat me right. The Bible refers throughout the scriptures things that are displeasing to God and his response to their actions. Oftentimes we do not like to address subject matters regarding the righteousness of God. But God is holy and he is righteous. So treat me right according to the word of God. Amen. The scripture says in Luke 6.31, Do unto others as you would have them to do to you. God expects us to treat others right to remember the experiences we may have encountered in our own journeys, be it ourselves or generations past. God reminds us in Leviticus 19.34 to treat foreigners right and reminds the children of Israel, they too, like some of us now, were resettled, born in a foreign nation, naturalised, now residents, must remember that they too were once foreigners. Leviticus 19.34 reads, The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native born. Love them as yourself. For you were foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord your God. In the book of Matthew 25 verses 35 to 40, We read, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? 
when did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of these least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. When we serve others, we serve God. When we give to others, we give to God. How we treat others is how we treat God, according to Matthew 25, verses 35 to 40. We need to use wisdom and show compassion to others in the things we say and do, as led by the Holy Spirit, as we serve unto the Lord. God does not want us to be used or abused, or vice versa, so treat me right. Philippians 2 verses 4 reads, Not look into your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. Do you only look for your own interests? Or are you only interested and motivated to helping others by what you may receive in return? Interest only. Only in self. And not the interests of God for his kingdom. In the book of Proverbs 19.17, we read, Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward them for what they have done. Are you lending to the Lord, dear listener? Who are you treating right? Remember, God is our rewarder, not man. He may use men to demonstrate his goodness towards us, With God, there is no strings attached. Let God reward you and I, and let us do unto others as we want others to do to us because of our love for God. The Bible says in Matthew 6, verses 14 to 15, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Zacchaeus was a wealthy chief tax collector. We read of him in the New Testament, Luke 19. Tax collectors were despised by the people in the days of Jesus as they worked for the state of the Roman Empire and were known to be mistrusted some dishonest, overcharging people their taxes when collecting from them, pocketing the money and fiddling the books. But we read how Zacchaeus had an encounter with Jesus who called him out by name. Do you know Jesus? Jesus knows you by name and he is calling you too. Jesus told Zacchaeus to come down from the sycamore tree. He had climbed to see Jesus from among the crowd. Jesus told him he was coming to his house. May you be visited by God. May you hear from Jesus today. May you receive him into your home, your physical house, your bodily temple, filled with his presence. May you welcome Jesus into your life. Let's read what Zacchaeus did once he had an encounter with Jesus and the difference it made to his character, his actions, 
Perhaps you and I also need to reflect and make those changes in our lives that will require a significant transformation once we encounter Jesus. Like Zacchaeus, you may have to pay back something, be it your time, your presence, money, an apology, a sign of repentance, a return is due. Zacchaeus, the chief tax collector, who was despised by the people, as a Jew collecting from his own, working for the state, seen as the enemy. The reputation of tax collectors renowned for being dishonest, overcharging the people while taking their taxes, taking more than required while doing their job, an abuse of authority. Could it be you may have abused your authority like a tax collector, like a Zacchaeus, displeasing unto the Lord? If so, treat me right. The Bible says in Proverbs 20, 23, differing weights are detestable and offensive to the Lord and fraudulent scales are not good. Proverbs 16 verse 11 reads, A just balance and honest scales are the Lord's. All the weights of the bag are his concern, established by his eternal principles. Let's read some of the account of Zacchaeus in Luke 19 verses 1 to 10. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Amen. A wealthy chief tax collector that wanted to see Jesus, Zacchaeus ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see. Dear listener, may you see Jesus today. How many of you know we cannot outrun God? There is a time and a place to meet with God. May you meet with Jesus. We read in verse 5, When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. When Jesus calls us, he does not want to stay on the outside. 
He wants to come into your house and reside in your home. Your body is the temple of God, his house. And when you welcome him in, he will abide in you. 1 Corinthians 3.16 reads, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? When you encounter Jesus, conviction comes, change comes. Zacchaeus the sinner, as described by the people, met with Jesus and he gladly welcomed him. People may not be glad when Jesus calls you and favours you to come to him, as we read in verse 7. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. The one who had a poor reputation was convicted. Self-examination came when he met with truth. Zacchaeus, described as the sinner, was lost in need of salvation like some of you listening to me right now and salvation came Jesus met with Zacchaeus have you met Jesus Jesus said today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham for the son of man came to seek and to save the lost amen Jesus came to save you and I. Dear listener, if you're lost in a web of deceit and you're not treating others right, having a poor reputation, respond to the call of God. Jesus is calling you and I. Only he can save you. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. May salvation visit your home today. Amen. In the book of Malachi, chapter 2, God requires from us faithfulness in marriage. God requires husbands to be faithful to their wives. Faithfulness in marriage is required by both parties to fulfill God's divine plan to have godly offspring. We read in verses 13 to 15 of Malachi, chapter 2, Another thing you do, you flood the Lord's altar with tears. You weep and wail because he no longer looks with favour on your offerings or accepts them with pleasure from your hands. You ask why? It is because the Lord is the witness between you and the wife of your youth. You have been unfaithful to her. Though she is your partner, the wife of your marriage covenant. Has not the one God made you? You belong to him in body and spirit. And what does the one God seek? Godly offspring. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful to the wife of your youth. Amen. How we treat others in marriage matters to God. So treat me right. The Apostle Paul was a good example of the ways we can sincerely be wrong in how we treat others when we think we are right. And yet God had a purpose for him with all his negative behaviours he showed to others in ignorance of the truth. 
God met with Apostle Paul on the Damascus Road, where some of you are heading right now. And you will encounter God in such a way that there will be significant change in your life because God has a great assignment for you. In the book of Acts, Apostle Paul was passionately and sincerely persecuting the Christians, the people known as the Way, were being persecuted by Apostle Paul, who sincerely believed at that point in time he was doing justice. How many of you know seasons change, people change? Apostle Paul changed because he met with Jesus. He met with the truth, the way, the life, and he was transformed. He was aligned with his destiny when earth met with heaven. When you encounter Jesus, there will be notable change for the good. Apostle Paul's actions were extreme and sincerely wrong. Apostle Paul fought the people of the way children of God. He did not realize he was actually fighting against Jesus Christ himself like some of you listening may be doing. His transformation allowed him to testify of the evil things he previously did after he encountered with God. Hearing the voice of Jesus from heaven, which he experienced on the Damascus Road. Apostle Paul was changed. Apostle Paul, who was then Saul, was not treating the people of the way right. And Jesus was watching his every move. Like some of you right now, being watched by God himself while persecuting others. His actions displeased God. Jesus appeared as a blinding bright light from heaven and confronted him, Saul, on that Damascus road. Dear listener, there is a time of confrontation with God. If you think it's business as usual, think again. You may be going on your way doing things as usual but there will come a day that change must come it will either be God's way or no other way in this end time be very careful dear listeners who you fight against as you may be waging war against God the undisputed champion of the world who never loses a battle. Jesus revealed himself to Apostle Paul who was struck down and blinded by the light of God. He heard the voice of Jesus speak to him from heaven. Has Jesus revealed himself to you? Have you been struck down? Have you responded to his call? Jesus asked Paul why he was persecuting him, Jesus. Although we know he was persecuting the children of God, the Christians called the way. 
Dear listener, warning. When you mess with a child of God, you are fighting against Jesus himself. And there will be consequences, trust me. There are some battles you don't have to fight yourself, for the battle is the Lord's. Amen. Let's read an account the Apostle Paul gave after his conversion when he was about to be killed by the people in Jerusalem in Acts 22 verses 3 to 21. Then Paul said, I am a Jew born in Tarsus of Sicilia but brought up in this city. I studied under Gamaliel and was thoroughly trained in the law of our ancestors. I was just as zealous for God as any of you are today. I persecuted the followers of the way to their death, arresting both men and women and throwing them into prison. As the high priest and all the councils can themselves testify, I even obtained letters from them to their associates in Damascus and went there to bring these people as prisoners to Jerusalem to be punished. About noon as I came near Damascus, suddenly a bright light from heaven flashed around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice say to me, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? I asked. I am Jesus of Nazareth whom you are persecuting, he replied. My companions saw the light, but they did not understand the voice of him who was speaking to me. What shall I do, Lord, I asked. Get up, the Lord said, and go to Damascus. There you'll be told all that you have been assigned to do. My companions led me by the hand into Damascus because the brilliance of the light had blinded me. A man named Ananias came to see me. He was a devout observer of the law and highly respected by all the Jews living there. He stood beside me and said, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at that very moment, I was able to see him. Then he said, the God of our ancestors has chosen you to know his will and to see the righteous one and to hear words from his mouth. You will be his witness to all people of what you have seen and heard. And now, what are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized and wash your sins away, calling on his name. When I returned to Jerusalem, and was praying at the temple, I fell into a trance and saw the Lord speaking to me. Quick, he said, leave Jerusalem immediately because the people here will not accept your testimony about me. Lord, I replied, these people know that I went from one synagogue to another to imprison and beat those who believe in you. And when the blood of your martyr Stephen was shed, I stood there giving my approval and guarding the clothes of those who were killing him. Then the Lord said to me, Go, I will send you far away to the Gentiles. What a testimony 
What a radical change that God would use a man that did not treat others right. Yet he was chosen and sent by God to the Gentiles because God had a purpose for his life, as he does for you and I. When you encounter Jesus, your life will not remain the same. Amen. Are you like Saul, Apostle Paul, persecuting others, treating others with contempt, inciting and approving murder? Saul, before his name was changed to Paul, approved the murder of Stephen. But when he met with Jesus, change came. Verse 20 reads, And when the blood of your martyr Stephen was shed, I stood there giving my approval and guarding the clothes of those who were killing him. I don't know what conspiracy or confederate of evil you may be a partaker of, but God is watching and listening to you. And your visitation is nearer than you think. Jesus wants to be you to be his witness. He wants to save you and others that will meet him along the way to partner with him, God. Zacchaeus was told to climb down from the sycamore tree. You may think you need elevating to see Jesus, but he wants you to come down to his level, to be grounded, to meet him in person, face to face, in a personal way. Apostle Paul thought he could see until he was blinded by the bright light. How many of you know that you can be seen yet blind, both spiritually and physically may you receive sight you may be blinded by Jesus so that you may see like Apostle Paul may your purpose align with heaven today conversion transformation and a new destination Jesus wants to change your destination today, your wrong intentions today. The Bible says, Hebrews 3 verse 14, Today if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. May you meet with Jesus. May you hear and respond to his voice. May you respond with people of the way, on your way, with the way. At that place, at that spot, on your Damascus road. Amen. Jesus is watching. Be honest. Be genuine. Be a true child of God. Stop the theft, the deceit, the persecution. And remember, treat me right. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the word you have spoken today. 
Help us to treat others right as children of God, as your disciples in whatever position we may be. Forgive our mistakes, unkindness, unfairness, for falling short, for not glorifying you. Help me to treat others as I would like to be treated. Help me to love more like you and treat others right. Our spouses, our children, our neighbours, our families. Help us to always be led by the Holy Spirit. We thank and praise you for calling us like Zacchaeus and Apostle Paul so that we can come to you just as we are. Help us always to treat others right. Your word says if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The hold has passed away and all things become new. Thank you for new life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And if you would like to respond to the call to be that transformed person, to invite Jesus Christ into your life, Please go to the Salvation Prayer, episodes 33 and 22, a prayer of faith which you can say in your own quiet time or with a friend. Romans 10 verse 9 says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Tell someone about Jesus. Invite others to meet him. Respond to his call. Treat me right. Remember, Colossians 3.17, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Please share the podcast series with others. Bless someone else. Bye for now. Speak with you all soon. God bless you richly. Amen.